In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallo Pascha. Blessed Pascha. This is the typical greeting that is said toward the end of Lent as we approach Pascha. To be honest, it feels strange to be talking about Pascha right now. We are all entrenched in our homes, leaving only for the most essential matters, feeling very cut off from the body of Christ. It is very hard, very sad indeed. Each time as I enter the empty church and open the royal doors to begin a service and there is no one in the nave except the chanter, this sadness creeps in. Where are all of you? Why am I speaking to you through the internet? On the one hand, I could say that this is the strangest Lent I've ever been through. And that is certainly true in a number of ways. The church services have moved online with churches emptied. The solidarity I have had with my brothers and sisters in Christ feels a lot more distant. Meanwhile, the home church, our family life, has become more, uh, more cozy, which does give lots of opportunities for spiritual warfare and repentance. Yet in all of this strangeness, this unlentenness, we can, on the other hand, say that this definitely is Lent. As Orthodox Christians, we know that Lent is tough. It is a battle, a gauntlet, even a boot camp. The powers of darkness are shaken by our bold pursuit of God. And as they are embittered, they launch a counter-assault against us. The enemy is burned by a Lent done rightly done to the glory of God and not to my own glory. So yes, despite all of the dramatic changes in our lives, we still are doing Lent, even if it is an unusual Lent. Or in another person's words, this is the Lentiest Lent that I've ever Lented. You see, Lent will be. Lent is Lent. And despite whatever is going on in the world this year or in centuries past or forward, Lent will be. It will continue to lead us to our Lord's Pascha, to his crucifixion, his three-day burial, and glorious resurrection, to the revelation of who God really is as revealed through Jesus Christ. And just as Lent will be, so Pascha will be. In this season of postponement of social gatherings, doctor's appointments, weddings, academics, athletics, etc., Pascha will still be. Pascha will come no matter what is occurring in our contemporary world. Even if situations were far worse, even if we were huddled in nuclear fallout shelters or living in war-torn cities, Pascha would still come. And it would come on the day which God has appointed through his church, this year on April 19. So even in light of today's pandemic, the question never is, when will Pascha be? But rather, how will Pascha be? Pascha will come, and before Pascha, Lent will be. So how is this for me? How in light of everything will Lent be for me? What will it look like? You see, there is a temptation that has crept up in us within the past few weeks. You know what this is. The temptation to boycott Lent. We think, now everything is different. I can't go to church. I'm stuck in my house. Almost everything that I know of Lent is now different. We want to throw in the towel and just forget about Lent. In other words, we want to surrender. We say, this Lent is not the Lent that I know, so I reject it. 
And yet this Lent is exactly what Lent is. It is a struggle. I agree that it's not the struggle we signed up for back on Forgiveness Sunday, but whoever knows what the struggle ahead will look like. By God's providence, this year is a Lent of getting back to basics. We've had a number of things stripped away from our Lenten journey this year. So what, after all, is Lent at its very core? Because it isn't just church services and fasting and increased prayer and charitable acts. All of these are the tools to assist us, but they are not the thing itself. So what is Lent? At its core, Lent is my journey to meet my God and Savior on Golgotha in the fullness of his glory as the crucified Christ, and then to meet him again at the empty tomb, resurrected and victorious over Hades. This is Lent. So come what may, the Lenten journey continues. As we learn to accept the given situation as it is, and to learn Lent differently, or rather to relearn exactly what Lent really is. We are doing something crucially important. We are submitting ourselves to God's will. How is this? Because God himself has allowed for all that is occurring in our world. He has ordained that right now in Lent 2020, we would be sequestered in our homes, unable to attend the Lenten services for which we yearn, unable to receive his own body and blood. And he has done all of this out of his love for us. He works all things toward the good, toward our salvation. His salvific work is done through the good things of life, as well as through the evil things, such as this present scourge. When we accept the given situation as something which God has allowed for, then we can get on with Lent, the new form of Lent with our new civil restrictions. You see, Lent will be, and Pascha will be. Nothing will ever stop this. So how will I prepare to meet the Lord? The church offers us the same tried and true tools, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, through which millions of Orthodox Christians before us have done Lent under many different circumstances. You're not alone. All of these spiritual tools can still take place no matter what restrictions our civil authorities enact. As we settle into this new form of life and of Lent, I want to encourage you, keep up the fight. Don't lose hope. As St. Peter said, be sober, be vigilant, because our adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Keep Lent. Even if this is the lentiest Lent that you've ever Lented, it still is Lent. Pascha awaits. Our Lord seeks you, loves you, and desires to purify you through these difficult times. Kalo Pascha. May God strengthen us all.